The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Political correspondent with the Irish Daily Mail. So, Craig, the government have survived this vote, uh, the Sinn Fein motion to extend the eviction ban. What were the scores in the doors? Yeah, so they're quite comfortable in the end. Um, 83 uh, yes and 68 no, so a comfortable margin of 15 for the government there. Um, and that was on, on the government counter motion, which, you know, introduced a, a range of promises or measures that, that they will take now in the intervening period uh, to try and further stimulate home building. Um, and they include um, changes to the Creek Conehead scheme, that's a scheme that allows people to bring homes back into use. Um, and also changes to the fair deal scheme. So, where if, if someone's loved one was it was in residential care, for example, um, they won't be disincentivised um, by bringing that property back onto the rental market and, and, a, and a range of other measures as well. Um, the Green Party TD Nessa Harrigan, she voted with Sinn Fein. She did, um, she, uh, but I guess in, uh, that was expected. She, she flagged this at the weekend, even writing this on the Independent. But I think, in, interestingly, her. Green Party rebel colleague Patrick Costello, who previously twice voted against the government, voted with them on this occasion. So that was that was uh, that was the main thing to watch for. In this occasion. What censure is she likely to be met with? It's hard to know. I mean, we I think we'd be expecting that it would be quite severe, given that this will be her third time voting against the government. And um, you know whether they they take away the, the chair of the committee from her or not, and um, that she currently holds, um, it would be one option. Um, I mean, a, a third strike would, is, is seen as being, as being very significant um, in this regard. Uh, what happens now? Business is normal, I guess, in the double Labour talking about a motion of no confidence. Yeah, so the Labour Party are, are talking about putting down a motion of no confidence next week. I mean, that, that's, in a sense, more significant uh, in, in the sense that if the government were to, were to lose that, you know, it would, tr- would trigger a general election. Had they lost this vote tonight, tonight, it would, it would, would nothing would have happened. Nothing would have changed. It, it, it is, in a sense, uh, purely optics. Um, but the, if a motion of confidence is put, is put down next week, that is that is a serious one. But look, given by that margin, receiving 15 votes, um, it's not going to trouble the government. Craig Hughes, political correspondent with the Irish Daily Mail. Craig, thank you for talking us through uh, all of that. Ono Brinch and Fein, housing spokesperson and party TD, uh, with me now. Uh, on your reaction to the government's survival in the face of uh, your motion. But it's a, it is an utterly shameful decision, um, and what we expected from the Fall Finnegale and most of the Green Party uh, to vote, essentially to start increasing homelessness uh, by significant numbers in nine days' time. What was particularly disappointing is is a number of independents from the regional independents and rural independents sided with the government. Uh, they tabled an amendment to the government's amendment. There is not a single measure in that amendment that will do anything for those people, those adults, those families with children or pensioners who are at risk of losing their home in April, May and June, many of whom will become homeless. Uh, And really, in all of my years in the Dáil, I have never seen uh, uh, TDs willingly vote for something which they know will lead to dramatically increased hardship for people. Uh, And at a time when our emergency accommodation system is a breaking point and neither the government nor those regional rural independents uh, who supported uh, lifting the ban on no-fault evictions. No emergency measures in place in April, May, June and July to stop what is going to be a very significant increase in homelessness on what are already record high. So this is a, a very bad day and whatever about the government surviving, uh, the real question is how are renters, particularly renters whose notices fall due 
in April, May and June. How are they meant to survive without a roof over their heads? Will local authorities provide a roof over their head? The tenant in situ scheme, you and I have talked about it before. There's been an awful lot of criticism of, of it. The government say, though, they are going to significantly beef it up and real direction to local authorities to engage with the scheme. And on the very same day that Leo Varadkar and Leo Martin and Daryl O'Brien were saying they were going to do that, I was in the Oireachtas Housing Committee with our committee colleagues uh, and the local authorities and the Department of Housing were there. They are not changing any of the rules underpinning that scheme, the rules that are actually preventing the scheme from doing it, what we have wanted it to do for a year. We're still going to have a lacklustre approach because of a lack of direction from the minister. We also have yet to know when and on what terms are they going to extend the tenant in situ scheme to approved housing bodies to purchase private rental properties with tenants in situ who aren't eligible for social housing, who could be eligible uh, for affordable cost rental. And this is the problem both two weeks ago, again yesterday, both by government and the independents, the so-called emergency measures that they're claiming they're putting in place either uh, don't have any detail, aren't going to be in place until the end of this year or next year, or are reliant on legislation that is not yet drafted. And the difficulty in all of this is our emergency accommodation system is at breaking point. Many local authorities have no emergency accommodation available. The few that do are going to run out very, very quickly. And in nine days' time, 3,000 notices to quit, according to the Residential Tenancies Board, will start to fall due with several thousand after that. And not all of those people are going to present for emergency accommodation. A very, very small number might get alternative rental. Uh, 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 many of those people will be forced to move in with family and friends. Some may actually emigrate, but a significant number will present mm. to the councils for emergency accommodation. And if it's not available, they will be forced to sleep rough, or if they have children, they could be referred to guard stations for a safe place to sleep. No. That is a conscious decision of Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, the Greens, Norma Foley, and, and, and uh, seven Norma and Foley was on the show uh, with me a little bit earlier, and she doesn't necessarily think there'll even be a short-term increase in homelessness, such as the strength of the government safety net. I have to say, uh, Norma Foley needs to get her head out of the sand and go and talk to frontline workers, both in local authorities uh, and in approved housing bodies, homeless service providers, because I do that all the time. Given that homelessness increased, albeit a more modest rate during the ban, given that we have such a huge number of uh, uh, notices falling due, and given that only last week 17 local authorities out of 31 told Sinn Féin that they were at capacity and the others told us they were close to capacity. And keep in mind, those figures are based on January and February's homeless figures. Uh, We don't even have Marches yet. Um, uh, So I have to say, anybody who thinks that all of a sudden the month-on-month trend of increasing homelessness since Dara O'Brien ended the COVID-19 ban uh, on evictions in April 2021, that somehow that's going to reverse it, living in cloud cuckoo land. Government still isn't meeting its own social affordable housing targets, targets that are too low in the first place. The private rental sector is continuing to shrink seven years in a row and no action by government. And now a decision to allow tenants to be evicted uh, without any certainty or clarity as to where those who will need emergency accommodation will go. Really, I, I just think, you know, if and when, as many of us fear, and I hope I'm wrong, really I hope I'm wrong, but if as many of us fear, homelessness not only continues to increase, but increase at a more significant rate, I'd like to hear uh, what both the government TDs, including Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and Green Party backbenchers, and the independent TDs in the rural and regional independent group who voted for this, what they are going to say to those people. Because right now, they cannot tell those people 
where they will go if there is no emergency accommodation. And that, in and of itself, was a reason to extend this ban. No, and I, I suspect, really, really I, I, I don't know um, what they'll say. A really, uh, really bad day I, for renters. Yeah, I don't know what they'll say to individual people. I suspect in the broader sense, what they'll say is... Well, the usual, you know, these arguments. We came from a really low base, but the uh, the, the level of, of construction has ramped up significantly under our watch. 30,000 new units last year, 10,000 social and affordable units. Uh, they will say that they are doing this all in the face of labour shortages, of increasing building costs and the difficulty of the inflationary environment we find ourselves in. And the problem you see is this, is that it's always somebody else's fault. The Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael are always blaming somebody else, despite the fact that those two parties have, in one form or another, been in government for six years in the deep Fianna Gael for a decade. Despite the fact that we have a buoyant economy, record tax revenues, billions of euros of surplus last year, and actually, according to the construction industry professionals, more capacity... Now, it wasn't, more now it, wasn't a buoyant, it wasn't a buoyant economy more than a decade ago when Fine Gael assumed office. But, but, but we have had significant economic growth, significant tax revenue, and for a number of years, significant surpluses. Construction industry professionals are telling us, particularly if government was to increase investment, they could uh, ramp up supply uh, as well as increase the overall construction sector. Like, how long do Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Green Party colleagues need to turn this around uh, since I've been a TD in 2016, uh, under Fine Gael with confidence supply with Fianna Fáil and now with Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Greens, every single year, homelessness has increased, house prices have increased, rents have increased, and the output in social and affordable homes is pitifully low, in fact, in the last three years, below the targets. But even if they met their targets, it is nowhere close to demand. And during all of that time, since 2017, the private rental sector has been shrinking and no plan from government either to prevent people from becoming homeless or, or to provide alternative social affordable accommodation for them. So I'm sorry, but I've been in this chamber now since 2016 for about six plus years. Every year, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael have made it worse. And that's why anybody watching this tonight, particularly uh, either if they're a renter uh, who feels trapped and insecure or somebody who just needs an affordable roof over their heads, I think the only conclusion they can reach is this government and their independent colleagues have turned their back on renters, don't care about those people in housing stress. And the only way this crisis is going to be turned around is by a general election and a change of government and a government that will actually start delivering affordable housing for working people because that's not what this government has done over the last number of years and they're not going to do it in the next few if they remain in power. What are you going to do to encourage landlords to stay in the market? My strong view is those landlords who are leaving are leaving uh, uh, for the variety of reasons that the Residential Tenancies Board has made clear in the presentations to the Oireachtas Housing Committee. So in the first instance, to those landlords who want to sell, and they have a right to sell, I'd like to see a large volume of those properties purchased by local authorities and approved housing bodies at market price. The landlord is able to exit the market, uh, as is their right, and the tenant is protected from homelessness, not just social tenant in situ, but affordable cost rental. What I'd also like to see, and the government could still do this, even though they've ended the ban, the government could take up the suggestion that I have been making now for a year of utilising emergency procurement and planning powers to provide an additional volume of social portable homes in the next 10 months above their existing targets, explicitly and exclusively for those people who are in emergency accommodation or who will fall into emergency accommodation if it's available in the coming months. But beyond that, until the government realises that we need at a minimum 20,000 public homes a year, every year, social, affordable rental and affordable purchase. And when I say affordable rental and affordable purchase, 
I mean, at genuine affordable prices, not the 1,500 euros a month rent under mm. the government scheme or 400,000 to purchase a family home. We need government to wake up and realize the days of over-relying on big developers, big investors in the private rental sector to meet social affordable housing need has to come to an end and government has to ramp up investment. If this government was only in office a year or two years, they could credibly claim they need more time. Okay. Fianna and Fianna have been in office together for six, Fine Gael for ten. Yeah. They have failed year on year on year and it's time for change. Uh, some activists in this area are encouraging tenants to engage in overholding. So this is where a tenant remains in the property after the valid notice of termination has expired. In cases where it is valid, it has expired, they stay there, it's overholding. Are you encouraging people to do that? The, the, the stark reality is, is many tenants will have no choice but to overhold. And in fact, one of the points I've made recently is this could actually lead to another unintended consequence of the government's decision, which is a significant increase in landlords taking uh, disputes for overholding to the residential tenancy board. Uh, I deal with a huge volume of tenants with notice to quit, uh, and they don't want to overhold. It adds stress, it adds discomfort. But if you have no emergency accommodation, and if your choice is sleeping rough, going to a garden station with your, your children, or overholding, then it's not that people are choosing to, they are being forced to overhold. What we do on every... So those people, when they come to you and they say, we have nowhere to go on and the expiry date has, has come and gone, you're saying, stay where you are, overhold. What I, no, what I do is, is I, I, I give them all of the information they need about their rights and entitlements and what the law says and doesn't say uh, to allow them to make a, an informed decision as to what they think is the uh, best option for them. And then I'll support them. I also have to say, I, I have worked with both landlords and tenants together to try and resolve the situation because ultimately, this isn't about pitting tenants against landlords. That's what government has set up with this decision. This is a problem of bad government policy. Uh, and in fact, not only will tenants uh, uh, lose, and in fact, they will be the really big losers here, but there are many, many good landlords out there who, for very genuine reasons, uh, are seeking access to their property. Uh, and because the government won't have provided either adequate emergency accommodation or social and affordable accommodation, tenants will have no option uh, but to overhold, which will have all sorts of consequences on the landlords as okay. well. But let's not pit landlords and tenants against each other here. This is the government, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, the Green Party and Independents, who have taken a decision, despite the fact that they full, know full well there won't be enough emergency accommodation to increase the levels of homelessness okay. in nine well, days. And not just in April, yeah. in May, June and July. Ono Brain, Ono Brain, Sinn Féin TD and Party Housing Spokesperson. Oh, thanks a million for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.